Welcome to Now Hear This Entertainment, a podcast for fans of the guests who appear on this show, as well as fans of music in general, and a podcast for musicians, singers, songwriters, artists, entertainers who want to learn more to help them grow in what they're doing. I'm your host, Bruce Wozniak from Now Hear This Incorporated. Check out www.nowhearthis.biz. Be sure to sign up for the email newsletter there, which is quick and easy. All that's required is an email address. We are coming to you from Crystal Blue Sound Studios near Tampa, Florida. Check them out on the web at www.cbpro, as in Crystal Blue Productions, cbpro.net. Be sure you are subscribing to this podcast and telling your friends to do so as well. We are thrilled to be on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and SoundCloud. Lots of great guests on Now Hear This Entertainment, or as I've taken to calling it, NHTE. Joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Nashville, my guest is a singer-songwriter who plays guitar and banjo. She has performed in legendary music halls ranging from the Ryman Auditorium to the Bluebird Cafe and venues across the United States and Europe. She had her own weekly show with her own band at Opryland Hotel's Jack Daniels Saloon. She was a featured singer-dancer at Dolly Parton's theme park, Dollywood. She has appeared in independent films as well as on a CMT television project. You've been hearing one of her songs, Trainwreck. It's my pleasure to welcome to the show, Misty Loggins. Well, thank you for having me on, Bruce. I've been looking forward to this. Oh, thanks so much. I appreciate you taking the time to do it. Well, it's it's been an exciting week here in Nashville with CMA Week, and you are definitely the icing on the cake. Well, so thank you. Thanks thank for you. having me on. My pleasure. I've, I've got a whole bunch of questions for you today, for sure. Uh, but let's start by giving you a chance to talk about that song we just played, Trainwreck. What can you tell the listeners about that song? Well, that song is actually available on um, my current CD, and it's, it's, I want to say it's not about my life, you know, but I think it's, you know, it's just a fun song everybody can relate to, so. Um, but I had a great time writing that with uh, Amanda Flynn, and and uh, you can get that on the Talk Country to them CD. Awesome. But, awesome. Well, you know, um, back on episode 35, uh, and, and congratulations, by the way, this is episode 40, so you're kind of coming in on a, a little bit of a milestone episode. Um, so back on episode 35, my guest was Frankie Shinta, who is a headliner in Las Vegas. And listeners, by the way, if you have not listened to that episode yet, do go back and download that one. He and I had a lot of fun on that episode. Uh, Misty, my point is that Frankie talked about being an entertainer, not a singer, but an entertainer. Every night when they take the stage, the Shintas put on a show in the way that Las Vegas entertainment came to be over the years. And and I, I put you in the same category, meaning that yes, you're a songwriter, yes, you sing, and as I mentioned in the intro, you play a couple instruments too, actually. And, and Frankie does also, by the way, including banjo like you. When you go on stage, Misty, you are putting on a show. There's laughter, there's storytelling, there's musicianship. Well, gracious. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, you need to be my new publicist, but <laughs> I appreciate that. I mean, it is about entertaining folks, and my job is to connect with people. I want to tell my stories and your stories through through the music. And uh, if you can escape from your life or reflect on your life or, or feel something during the show, whether it's laughing or crying or whatnot, then I've done my job. So I just like to entertain folks, however that comes to be, you know, in the, in the show. It's a show, not a listen. So I appreciate you saying I'm a good entertainer. Thank you. Well, yeah, absolutely. But, you know, I, I still I have to believe that there was a point where either you decided I'm going to be an entertainer, I'm not going to sit on a stool with my guitar and play my songs, I'm going to be, or a, a publicist like now you're this told you, you are not going to sit on a stool and sing your songs. You're going to be up there and do an actual show. So how, how did that evolve to where it is now? I like to be entertained. Yeah, I quite frankly, it's for me. It's just as entertaining to be on stage as 
as I hope it is for the audience to watch. And uh, so that way, at least if I'm entertaining myself, somebody's going to walk away happy, <laughs> right? What a great <laughs> but attitude. I'm the baby of I'm the baby of five children, and so I really think that it kind of stems from from that. They're all much older. They were in high school when I was born in college, and actually one was on her way to college. And so I came along and and actually provided entertainment for for my brothers and sisters, along with some annoyance. I'm sure <laughs> you were you were the comic relief in the family. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, but but trace the roots for us, because for our listeners who are just being introduced to you, just talk about how a girl from Hollywood, Georgia, yes, that's right, listeners, I said Hollywood, Georgia, not California. Misty, how did a girl from Hollywood, Georgia, end up with a thriving music career based in Nashville? Wow. Um, I, I think it's just by the grace of God and a lot of hard work. I am, I'm no stranger to hard work. I watched my parents, you know, on the farm work every day as, as hard as they could from, from dusk to dawn and, and back and forth, you know. And actually, uh, I said that backwards. They weren't night owls. I'm the night owl being a musician. <laughs> from dawn till dusk. There you go. That's how we say it. But they worked extremely hard. And so I have that work ethic. And I've, Quite frankly, if you if you do what you love to do and you follow your dreams, you'll never work a day in your life. And one thing I figure is the last person to quit wins. So mm. when it comes to music business, it's not about making money. It's just about making music. So if you're making music, you already have a thriving career. You're entertaining folks. But well, um, I came to Nashville um, because the Grand Ole Opry's here. And that's kind of why I came, mm-hmm. why I chose to put roots in this town. And do you point to any one particular development that you feel more or less to help you turn the corner that, to, to use the cliche, got you to the next level where you, where you were able to say, now I've arrived? Well, that has been a group of people. I mean, it is, I've had so many people be encouraging in my career from the folks over at BMI who have helped. They helped me get my first publishing deal and they've helped me really establish being a part of the music community as, as a songwriter. And uh, I have a great management team with Commotion and, and they believe in what I do and they work really hard to make sure that I get to put as many butts and seats as possible at the show and <laughs> and uh so it's really it's been a, a a lot of people that have worked hard for me and a lot of hard work as you said before so not necessarily one specific incident that took place where it was aha now the misty Loggins music career has been launched it was just ongoing yeah. work and and working with the yeah. right people I'm not even sure that that we have had our big aha moment. To be Mm. honest, it seems like a lot of ahas where we go, now we're doing what we want to do. Now we're we're doing things right. And um, I think we're kind of on the verge of with what we're doing. And we'll talk about that, I'm sure, later. But um, where we're about to have what I hope in my heart is is the moment that I go, okay, this is it. This is what I've been dreaming for and, and where I'm wanting to be. So, but I've been I've been blessed with a lot of ahas. Yeah, I was going to say, God bless you, because you 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 sound like you certainly are very grateful. And and although you are a hard worker and are always looking for the next achievement, you are very in the moment and and in recognition of all that you have been blessed with so far. Well, I'm very grateful uh, because, to be honest, I'm, if, it, if it wasn't for the grace of God and a wonderful, loving support of, of the people who like to listen to my music, I wouldn't get to do it. So I'm, I'm a lucky and very blessed girl. That's all I can say. Yeah, and and I don't even know that there's necessarily a, a question in this, but I, you're you're certainly welcome to comment. 
it's your show, not mine. You know, as I, I say that, you know, this is not about me. It's about the guests and it's about the fans. But, you know, I, I or I should say the listeners, but in this case, your fans who are listening as well. But I'm always mindful of the segment of our audience that are the up-and-coming singers, songwriters, artists who are learning from my guests each week, but are also hoping to find that something that's going to help them break through. And, and I think, you know, for someone that has played at the Grand Ole Opry and, and heck, across the U.S. and even Europe, I think people see that and they say, I can, I can get there. You know, I, I can achieve that level. And, and it's just, you know, what can I take away from Misty and her story and her encouragement and her advice that I can get to these levels that she has reached? Well, I hope that if somebody's listening and they want to be an entertainer, if they want to be in the music business and they're listening to me, I hope that they can find that you just have to do what you love to do. Be real. Be who you are and find your audience. And that is your first ticket is to figure out who you are and what you want to do. And if you do that, and you do it consistently, and play every place that you get the chance to play, if you're just starting out in this and somebody, you want to be a, a singer, find a place to sing. There's a lot of folks that I see come to Nashville and they want to be a singer, they want to be a musician, but they don't play anywhere. They don't actually perform anywhere. Mm. Get out there. Let folks be entertained by you. Whether it's a writer's night, an open mic night, karaoke night, whatever. Do what you love to do. And there's a lot of people that can help you uh, as far as learning your craft and getting really good at what you do, being a better songwriter. NSAI is a great resource for learning to really master the, the technique of songwriting. Yeah, and how. Incredible. And how. It's, it's definitely a, a great opportunity for for new writers to get involved with that and somebody and people who are professional writers or you know find someone such as um there are many people like dope turner who have incredible um newsletters and and connections and mentoring situations there are a lot of ways to learn to do what you love to do and make a dollar at it so yeah and i love that you said just go and perform somewhere because make no mistakes, listeners. Obviously, Misty is at a level now that many of the up and comers will look up to. However, she didn't leave Hollywood, Georgia, and walk right onto the stage at the Ryman Auditorium. So, certainly, you're not giving any advice that you haven't already done yourself. Oh, my goodness. I, I can tell you, I have played in places where there was chicken wire, and I sang through an amp. Oh, my. I mean, it is, oh, yes. I have had some, <laughs> and I've, the, the great thing about playing so many shows and 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 having the chance to, um, there was a time where I was performing um, at Opryland five nights a week, four hours a night, mm. and on the sixth night, I would play a corporate event, whether we'd fly out or we'd do whatever, wow. and I did this for, for a long time, and I mean, I was... You know, it it's exhausting, but it's a great way to look, get your chops up. I have made every mistake on stage <laughs> that you can possibly <laughs> make <laughs> for all this. And that's, that's how you get to be where you want to be, is just do what you love to do. Well, and as you just mentioned, it's, it's a little something that, that we refer to around here as getting the reps. You know, no matter where they are over time, you're only going to get that much better because you are out night after night, weekend after weekend, month after month, performing and honing your craft. Absolutely. Practice makes perfect. Yes, ma'am. Or actually, not necessarily perfect, but <laughs> as good as it's going to get. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we, we understand the spirit of, of what you're saying that. Uh, I am Bruce Wozniak, and joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Nashville is singer-songwriter Misty Loggins. Visit her official website at www.mistyloggins.com. She is active on social media, too, of course. On her website homepage, there are icons to click on to link over to Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. She is also on Reverb Nation and Instagram. 
follow Misty online also so you can stay on top of where she's performing live and when. Be sure that you're also checking out www.nowhearthis.biz, that's H-E-A-R, and sign up for the e-newsletter there and subscribe to this podcast and tell others about it too. Subscribing is free and it makes it just so easy to get the show every week. It'll just download automatically when a new episode comes out so you don't even have to go looking for it. Feel free to use the social media buttons on nowhearthis.biz to like the Now Hear This page on Facebook and or become a Twitter follower. And please, I always welcome your feedback about the podcast. Post your comments on that Facebook page that I just mentioned, uh, facebook.com slash nowhearthisinc. Misty, um, I mentioned there about live dates, and you have, I mentioned in the intro that you've played at the Bluebird, but you have another show there coming up later this month. Yes, I'm playing the day after Thanksgiving, um, Black Friday, so everybody can go and do their shopping and then come see us at the Bluebird. Um, it is at 6 p.m., I believe. Uh, I'm playing with one of my dear friends and favorite co-writers and, honestly, uh, a mentor to me. We spoke about people that that help you get to where you want to go, and Jerry Vandiver has really been such a light in my world. We worked on a television pilot together, and he was a musical director, and um, I was an actress and musician in, in the show. And we got to be great co-writers and great friends, and we put on a pretty, pretty fun little round at the Bluebird every year, the day after Thanksgiving. Outstanding. Outstanding. So mark your calendars, listeners, if you're in or around the greater Nashville area to be there at the Bluebird the night after Thanksgiving to see Misty perform. In the meantime, Misty, you have been in the studio of late. Fill the listeners in on what you've been working on. Oh, my goodness. It has been a blast. Um, We've been doing pre-production on my record, my first full-length studio record and hopefully we will go in and and begin the we've done one master track already but hopefully we're going to go in in January and and finish it up and it's just been such an incredible process I finally feel like I'm going to get to make the record that I've always wanted to make and it's going to be a lot of uh, personal songs to me and stuff that that means a lot to my story and hopefully will touch other people but um yeah it's, it's been a beautiful experience well that's exciting and listeners it gives you all the more incentive to follow misty online so that when the news breaks of when that project will be released you can get the details of how when and where to buy that uh and misty talk then um about your producer who by the way listeners uh Misty's about to tell you about someone that she's working with that has worked with the likes of Luke Bryan and Jared Neiman, just to name two. Uh, how you got connected with him and, and uh, a little more insight that way, if you would. Well, Brian Kolb is producing the record, and he is phenomenal. Brian um, has just actually wrapped up an album that he co-produced with Frank Liddell, um, who produces it was producer of the year and produces Brenda Lambert and and is married to Leanne Womack actually and did her record um but they produced a record on Rachel Bradshaw and I sang background vocals on that record and working with Brian in the studio behind the mic as a background singer I just really loved the way he worked as a producer he has great ears he has great song sense and what he does as a producer is find what you, as an artist, have about yourself, your story, your your art, your craft, and he puts it in a form where it makes the listener, there, it's kind of like they get to experience what the person does in their live show, but yet it's on a record. And it's just great. He's phenomenal. So we are, he has a studio over on DeMondrian where... I don't know how familiar you are with Nashville, but we have a naked, it's at the end of Music Row. There's these naked statues, and they're dancing in a circle. Yep. It's it's, it's a hoot. Anyway, the studio's (laughs) right up from the naked statues. (laughs) That's how we tell people to get there. (laughs) 
well, that's exciting. And, and, and what a neat story about how you got connected with him. And I think, you know, again, I think that gives not only some great look behind the scenes, but I think it gives people some hope that if you are, quote unquote, just doing background vocals, you never know what that might lead to. Absolutely. And I love singing background vocals, honestly. I've been fortunate to sing for quite a few big stars on stage, you know, from Gloria Gaynor to Taylor Swift. And and it's just, to me, it's so fun. It's almost more of a challenge than singing lead, and so I absolutely wow. adore it. Wow. And the songwriting aspect of what you do, Misty, what, what's your process for that? Well, it all starts with just inspiration. Sometimes when it comes to writing a song, I'll have a great idea for a song. And so I'll, I'll, um, you know, I'll be sitting there going, oh, that sounds like a good idea for a song. I need to sit down and write this. And then sometimes I'll have, be playing guitar and it'll be a hook or a melody and, and the words just fall out. Um, I do love to co-write with people and that process can range anywhere from, where we sit down and we're just having a good conversation and somebody says something, you go, oh, that makes a great idea for a song. Let's write this. Or they could have an idea already in the bag and we go from there. And do you do any songwriting by yourself or do you prefer co-writes? What, is, is there a preference or it's just kind of organic, how and wherever it happens? It's organic, but I, I like to write by myself more than I do co-writing. And I've had some great co-writers that I love to write with. I've actually been writing a lot with Brian Cole for the record. Um, but I honestly, some of my best songs are 3 a.m. after I've gotten done playing a show and come in and still have my guitar all warmed up and <laughs> write a song. Yeah, and I was just going to ask you, you know, of of the project that you're going to be recording you know, how, how many of those or what percentage of those songs that go on the record will have been solely written by you versus co-writes? I, I don't know, is it premature at this point, or, or, or can it's, you give a, a... It's premature, but there's a there's a good chance that there'll probably be one outside song, maybe two. Wow. Um, I already know of, of one that that I absolutely love, that, um, that I would love to make the record. Of course, you know, we we're still in the process of making sure we've got the right collection of songs for for our first record and that they all are cohesive and they tell a, a broad story. But uh, I have a song by a friend of mine, Even Stevens, that, I, that I'm hoping to, to get to record. Outstanding. Outstanding. Uh, last year, you released your first official country music video for the song Talk Country to Him. <laughs> There have been over a quarter million views of that video on YouTube, and again, thinking about the up-and-comers that listen to this show, many of whom think that they might be the next big act discovered on YouTube, just talk about your experience and what went into making that video. We we did that video, and it was, um, you know, it was so fun. Director Jim Ross actually approached me about doing the video. He approached my management, and... Uh, pitched us the idea of the concept for the for the video and and it just sounded like it'd be such a fun time. And we filmed that sucker in two days. It was started out at five thirty AM and then going all day. We had wow. nine locations and wow. and yes, it was just a blast. And um when we did the video, um it was we decided to release it during the CMA music festival because I had a booth at, at Fanfare, um, the CMA has been so gracious to me. I, I'm very proud to be a member at this point in my career, and they've named me as one of their emerging artists both in 2013 and then this year. And th- we decided we were going to launch the video that week for the fans, and it really was just kind of like planting a seed. People watched the video, and they shared it with their friends, and you know it. It's it is kind of a, if you haven't seen it, it's a funny video, and I it think is, people it is. it's a lot of fun to watch. People just want to be entertained, you yeah. know. So it it lit up like wildfire. I remember I got really excited when there was ten thousand views, 
And I was like, oh, my goodness, there's 10,000 <laughs> views. Then it just kept going. And so. Well, it fits your personality because it, it looks like y'all had a lot of fun doing that video and and as we said earlier you know being the entertainer it's all very consistent with with the branding and and obviously as you just mentioned there was a strategy behind the launch of it so you know very well executed there there was a strategy and that dress the camo dress i made that the night before oh my (laughs) they wanted me walking down in a cocktail dress you're talking about branding i thought goodness you know what i need camo cocktail dress or something so <laughs> i had the material i don't even know why i did but go figure and uh i just thank goodness my mama taught me how to sew i whipped that up the night before and you know bless bless my heart now it's viral <laughs> on the internet so we'll well, we'll see and and now people know something about the non-music misty loggins about your uh about your being an accomplished um Seamstress, if I'm using the right word. <laughs> yes, wardrobe. As I, I can whip up a wardrobe. Yeah, I mean, to say to. that you did it the night before, you know, that, if you don't know what you're doing, that's not something that you just do the night before. <laughs> well, I'm not going to lie. I was praying it wouldn't fall apart. I was like, the last thing I need is a wardrobe malfunction here in this video because chances are they'd left it in there. And they'd be like, oh, that's funny. No, but... uh all I need is for it to hold up long enough to get through the video, and then it can fall apart if it needs to. Oh, yes. I was like, keep me away from the craft table. we got to keep this thing together. <laughs> well, that that might be a collector's item someday that, that finds its way to eBay. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> okay, now it's time for Bruce's bonus. This is a segment here on Now Hear This Entertainment where I take off my hat as podcast host, and put on my hat as president of Now Hear This Incorporated, giving a helpful tip for the listeners that are musicians, singers, songwriters, entertainers who are out there trying hard to make a go of it. Today's bonus is, if you're going to be doing a media interview, in particular TV or radio, find out how long the interview is and what the format is. In other words, give good, insightful answers and not just one-word answers. But at the same time, be aware of how much time there is or isn't If you give too long an answer, it might prevent other questions from being asked that might otherwise help bring out more elements you want to state or promote. And that is today's Bruce's Bonus. Uh, I am Bruce Wozniak, and joining me today on the Now Hear This Entertainment guest line from Nashville is singer-songwriter Misty Loggins. Visit her official website at www.mistyloggins.com. She is active on social media, too, of course. On her website homepage, there are icons to click on to link over to Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. She is also on Reverb Nation and on Instagram. Follow Misty online as well, as I mentioned before, so you can stay on top of where she's performing live and when. And also to find out upcoming announcements as she gets closer to her new release uh, next year. Be sure that you're also checking out www.nowhearthis.biz. And yes, even on episode 40, I still have to spell it H-E-A-R. So discouraging. Sign up for the email newsletter there and subscribe to this podcast and tell others about it too. Subscribing is free, makes it very easy to get the show every week. It downloads automatically each time a new episode comes out. Feel free to use the social media buttons on nowhearthis.biz to like the Now Hear This page on Facebook and or become a Twitter follower. So, Misty, you just uh, started to allude to this. We were talking about your music video being released last year, 2013. And so also last year, you had your first booth at the CMA Music Fest Fanfare. Uh, Talk about getting that phone call with that news and how that whole experience was for you. And and I guess also how you even got in a position to get that opportunity in the first place. Well, I have to say the whole thing was, was a thrill. Um, ever since I was a little girl, I've watched, you know, the CMA Awards and, and I've, fanfare was always a big deal. And it was a big dream of mine, knowing I wanted to be a country entertainer, to have a booth at fanfare and to be a member of the CMA. And when I was invited as a member, I, that was a big day for me. I actually have my membership acceptance letter on my fridge. Like, I, <laughs> it's right there, you know, the, here you are with my card, and I have a magnet on it that 
that says, uh, well, I won't tell you what it says because it, it's it's a little crass, but it basically <laughs> says, you know, I'm very glamorous. And so I put that up there on it. And um, it says I poop glamour. Okay. I was going to say, you're, you're, trying to, you're trying to help us avoid the explicit tag on iTunes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. We don't want to have to send this to, you know, the watch viewer discretion or listener discretion. But, but um, it was a huge honor. And then when they, they pick a handful of emerging artists or people that they consider to be the next wave of acts that are going to grow their audience in country music, they give us a booth at Fanfare. And it was overwhelming. The first year, it was fantastic. I mean, we had a couple thousand folks come by the booth, and Mm. I hugged every person, (laughs) and we signed stuff, and it was just so nice to meet people face-to-face that you usually only get to see online. And... I thought there's no way that this year is going to top that year. And we had just as many folks, if not more, and it was so crazy. Everybody that would come up, same people would come up that met the year before, and then this year the audience has grown, and they would come up and they would say stuff like, tell me about that fish you caught on your on your Instagram. And they're actually wow. following, and they actually, you know, they interact with you, and I recognize people that I talk to on my Facebook, and I go, oh, my goodness, Bob, yes, wow, wow. I just commented with you today, and wow. it, you know, and, and so on and so forth, and it was just a, an incredible experience, because that's what we're here to do is connect with people, and you're not always fortunate enough as an entertainer to get to see your audience face-to-face, and uh Bless everybody's heart who stood in line because I know I'm a chatterbox and I spoke <laughs> to everyone who came through and it probably took forever, but it was a blast. Well, yeah, but that's and we'll because, do it again this year. Yeah, that's because you're able to do it face to face, but in a, uh, I guess I'm trying to say, a not con- an uncontrolled environment. Meaning, if it's after a show, you have five minutes. You have you know kind of a schedule that you need to keep. You're on the run. Whereas here, it's, hi, Bob, how are you today? How about this weather? Yeah. And, you, and you have that kind of time. Yeah, it, and it's, it's so wonderful. And to actually get to, you know, interact with people, it's a, it's a luxury. Yeah, and to and answer the question about the fish that you caught that you showed on Instagram. What's that? that? And it gives you the time to answer questions like, hey, tell oh, me about yeah. that fish. Oh, absolutely. And, and also, as, like I spoke about before, it's important to know who your audience is. If, if those those listeners who are just starting out and they want to be in entertainment, you get you have to find your audience. And being in a at fanfare was wonderful for me to actually not only get to meet people face to face, but get a firm grasp on who I'm actually making music for. And it's a it was a great reminder of that and it was very encouraging to, to see so many people come by just to say hello. So y'all come and see me this year at the booth. Everybody listening, come by, I'll give you a hug. We'll talk about fishing. Yeah, that's we'll do a podcast, Bruce. You yeah. can bring your now hear this entertainment live on live on location from, from CMA Fan Fest. That's How's that right. Sound? <laughs> Nick, Nick will have good. to uh, Nick will have to bring the remote mobile recording gear, and we'll set up shop in Nashville and just interview everybody on the row. Hey, that would be neat. I'll tell them all that Misty Loggins sent me. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Misty, I'm, gl- I'm glad that you did that. You did highlight that that you know because I, I I talked about it in the past tense that you got this opportunity last year, and, and it's important that that people know that that yes, you will you will by all means be there this year. I definitely will, and and uh, we we're already talking themes for the booth. We the past two years, we've had a a theme. Um, I did a roadside stand from the music video uh, from Talk Country to them, and this year we expanded on that, and we made a um, sort of a farmers market kind of deal. And this next year is going to be a big surprise, but we're already working on the <laughs> on the booth layout, so it'll be it'll be fun. I have a feeling there might be something with fishing involved. In mm, it. So, mm. 
Not, not to tip your hand too much, but stay tuned, listeners. Um, <laughs> Misty, uh, like so many others who have been a guest on this show, you two have some, some real diversity. Back on episode eight of this show, Dominic Pages talked about the new economy and how these days no one is really doing just one thing. People are doing a combination of things, whether it's writing, performing, mentoring, producing. Uh, some people, uh, like Sarah Donner, who was a guest on episode 33, and then J.R. Bird, just a couple weeks ago on episode 38, are even writing musicals. So as I alluded wow. to in the intro, you've kind of done it all too, yes? Uh, songwriting, performing, dancing, even acting. I, I have, and... Uh... Like I said, it's all entertainment. I I love to entertain people in any way that I can. But you do kind of have to be a, a horse of many colors in this business because we're no longer we're we're in an environment where there are so many outlets to get to your fans and connect with them. And the more the more ways you can do that, the better. But um and. and the main thing is is find what you're good at and make that your focus. For me, I, I just what I'm best at, I think, is is entertaining people. It's not just you know, not just hitting the high note or being a singer. It's connecting with folks, and so that's that's why I do what I do. Well, I am curious. You know, where where did you get bit by the bug? At some point, and, and, and if so, maybe at what age? Or, or are you someone that came out of the womb already singing? You know, how how did you jump so fully in, into this diverse career of yours? Well, my daddy was a southern gospel singer when he was young. He was a farmer by trade, but he and his brothers had a gospel quartet. And uh, my mother wrote songs. Like, she still writes some of the most beautiful lyrics I've ever heard in my life. Wow. I mean... That both my parents were very talented, but yet that neither one of them did music. Like it was sort of a closet kind of thing. Hmm. My mom had I had all these folders full of songs that she never even shared with people. Wow! And, wow. But uh, there was always music going in our house, and uh, we would we had the radio going all the time. We would listen to the Opry, and um. I just fell in love with it. Now, I mentioned being the baby of the family, and so I was always kind of the little entertainer. But I was in dance class when I was two, um, mm. about to turn three. My mom figured it would uh, give me something to get my energy out, and uh, and I did that for 18 years. I loved to dance. And um, it wasn't just music. It was just all kinds of, of performing. But I got bit by the bug at an early age <laughs> i did and and uh there was there was no turning back from it it was whether or not i was going to get to make a living at it is one thing but i was always going to do it i'm fascinated by the story about your mother though uh last week uh on the podcast uh, ellie holcomb who uh just won the uh 2014 dove award uh new artist of the year she talked about how her father co-produced her album and has has been producing for for many many years, but really told a neat story about you know how he was kind of quote unquote away on business all the time, which was doing music, and lo and behold was able to kind of rekindle his relationship with her by by being her co producer, and uh, so fascinating. I was waiting for you to to have some kind of happy ending to the songs that you mentioned that your mother wrote that, you know, that perhaps you've you've sung one or more of them or you know, one of them's going to find its way uh onto your CD, but uh still still very interesting nonetheless. Well, thank you. Uh, you know, I I love that that uh that you shared that story about about her, her dad and I actually enjoyed listening to that in in first person. When I tuned in, but um, they, my mother, her songs, whether or not you know she wants anybody to record them or anything like that, they the happy ending is that it's one of the reasons that I write songs. I think it it was so inspirational to me to see that she had such a heart for for writing poetry and for writing lyrics and. Uh, 
and it was it's definitely been an encouragement so and she actually is the, one of the best what is I, I don't want to say critics but um she is when I ever I need an opinion on something I, I play it for my mom and she's been the editor to so many of my songs and you know what you're gonna lose me there or maybe you should do this and so she's she's pretty good at it how about that that's that's really nice that's that's <laughs> that's really so great to hear it's you know heartwarming to hear that that she's honest enough to to not just say i'm your mother and i love you and everything you do sounds great <laughs> oh yes oh bless it and my mama will be the first to tell me if I need to do something differently or, and she's also the very first person to tell me that I've done something great. You know, she's, she's beautifully honest. I have a wonderfully, mm-hmm. I have a wonderful mother with a beautiful heart. God bless so, you. Very nice. lucky very, to have her. God bless you. That's very nicely said. Um, don't hold me to this listeners. I could be wrong, but I, I think that on episode 20 with Ryan Weaver, uh, who hangs his hat figuratively and literally in Nashville. Uh, he's a country artist who, um, boy, that episode of the podcast is is one of the most popular. If you didn't catch episode 20 with Ryan Weaver, go listen to that one. But what, where I'm going with this is we might have talked about fishing on that episode. I, I, th- I think we did. But <laughs> Misty, uh, you are here to, to tell the listeners about a big announcement that you just made today. Uh, and I won't, I won't steal your thunder. I'll just, I'll just set it up for you that it does have to do with fishing and, and music and another interesting project. So go ahead and reveal those details. Well, it, it is. We're, we're about to, okay. I'll have to, I'll just have to tell you, I've been <laughs> waiting to talk about this until I got to come on your show and wow. say something. Wow. Thank yes. you. So you are officially the first person that wow. gets to hear about this. We are doing a 2015 fishing calendar, and it's pre-selling today. It's at the printers right now, and will be hot off the press here in a couple of weeks. And with a pre-sale, um, we're doing a, a download of the for, of the first master off of um, my record, and it's a fishing song. It's called "Tie One On," and sounds sounds a little bit like a drinking song, but it's not. It's not. It's about lures. But you get a free download of that, and for all the pre-sale copies, I'll actually be signing them. But it's just a lot of it's a lot of fun. Everybody's always asking, "When are you going to take me fishing?" Well, you can go fishing with me three hundred and sixty-five ah, days a year. It. I love it. Well said. <laughs> with our calendar, yeah. And the irony is not lost on me. Tie one on that that it's about fishing. That, that's great. I do like that. Oh well, thank you, thank you. That actually was an idea that came up off the water because. We were out on the water fishing, and and you know I'm I'm not much of a drinker. I cannot. But I, my idea of time went on is kind of lure to the end of my life. But <laughs> um, but we had a great we had a great time right now. I wrote that with producer Brian Colt, and we wrote that actually out some of it out on the water, and some of it out at he has a cabin off of the Tennessee River where folks go out and. We we write songs and and go fishing and play around the campfire in the holler and it's just a wonderful creative environment. So we actually did write that one out on the Tennessee River. Amazing, amazing, great story. Uh, and thank you, by the way, for for letting now hear this entertainment get the exclusive on on that announcement. I I, I know that this is. Uh, this is episode 40, and this is at least the third time that we have gotten the exclusive on something. On episode 11, uh, actually both songs on episode 11 that we played from Lindsay McCall, that was the, the premiere of those songs, which ended up on her CD that was released a couple months later. So even before they went to radio, they were here first on this show. And then uh, episode 22 with Juliana Zobrist, uh, she did similar in, in that she provided one song that was going to be on her upcoming release. And uh, if you're wondering why that name sounds familiar, Juliana Zobrist, she is married to uh, Ben Zobrist from the Tampa Bay Rays uh, baseball team. Um, oh. Misty, as a uh, BMI artist, you've performed numerous times 
uh, down here in the Sunshine State at the Key West Songwriters Festival, which is certainly much different than, say, the Grand Ole Opry stage. What, what is what is your ideal performance arena, your your preferred environment? Laid back, casual, songwriters festival style, a, a full stage show. What what what's kind of your your number one choice? Wow, I like I like all of it. Um, I do love playing with my band. I, there's something really powerful about getting a group full of great musicians and playing the songs for people, and that's always a rush, and that's always fun. Um, but I also love just sitting there with my guitar and getting to tell the stories before the songs and and connect with people like at the Bluebird. Um, I don't have a favorite venue. I, I think, you know, I, the venue is, is only as good as the audience. Mm. And I, I just love to play for people. So, But my favorite setup might be just me and my guitar. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Um, we're about out of time, but I would just love to hear you give a few comments, because uh, I did mention in the intro that you have played in Europe. So just uh, just kind of a few reflections on your experiences playing over there. Oh, I love Europe. It is fantastic. I had a, my favorite show was in Bern, Switzerland. Um, I played a country music festival there and just had a blast. And any chance I get to go and share my music out of the country is, is a thrill. And it's so nice to also see that country music is worldwide. Music is worldwide. It's, it's actually the language that connects everybody's music. You don't have to speak the language you listen to 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 enjoy it. And it was it's just so great to realize that all over the world we're all the same. So Europe was great. I can't wait to get back. I've been over there twice and and uh, hope to do it again soon. Yeah, I like the way you said that because uh, truly, music's benefits know no borders. That's true. That's a great way to put it. Uh, Misty, in closing, we, we talked about the video for this song earlier. We're going to close out today by playing Talk Country to him. I would love it if you would tell the listeners all about that song. Oh, gracious. Well, I wrote that one by myself and uh, with my dog, Percy. And <laughs> it's very tongue-in-cheek. But I will tell you, the the bridge in the middle where I talk about the prank phone call, that actually happened. That part of the song oh is true. Yes, and I may or may not have gotten pulled over a couple times for speeding, <laughs> but it never really went down that way that it does in the song. <laughs> well, and again, listeners, watch the video for it on YouTube because it is it is a fun video. I, I know you said nine different locations, but was it, what, was it all contained in Tennessee, the, the filming locations? It was. It was um, around the Nashville area. Okay. That's, we filmed... Uh, you know, nine different places all over a couple of counties around here. Mm-hmm. So, Very good. Yeah. Well, glad we got to hear a little bit about the song. And, and of course, as I mentioned, uh, the video is there for everyone to watch as, as the uh, YouTube counter continues to increase. So, Misty, uh, thank you so much. I really enjoyed the, the conversation today. Thank you for making the time to be on the show. Oh, thank you, Bruce. I had a blast, and I hope we do this again soon. You got it. You got it. I will close, as always, by formally thanking my guest today, singer-songwriter Misty Loggins, here on Episode 40. Visit her official official website at www.mistyloggins.com. Remember that she is active on social media, too. Like her Facebook page, follow her on Twitter, watch her videos, and subscribe to her channel on YouTube. And remember that you can easily access all of those through the social media icons on her website homepage. And as I've mentioned before, she's also on Reverb Nation and Instagram. And keep in touch with her through social media so that you can find out where she's playing and when, as well as developments as she prepares for her music to be released in 2015. Don't forget to visit www.nowhearthis.biz and sign up for the email newsletter there by simply putting in your email address. And of course, please do subscribe to this podcast and tell your friends about it. Give us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher Radio as well, hopefully accompanied by a five-star rating. That really does help the show a lot. If you're listening on SoundCloud, remember that you can like and share episodes there. 
And you can also follow on SoundCloud, which is just like subscribing. As I mentioned before, let's get your feedback on the show too. Post your comments on the Now Hear This Facebook page. There are links to it and Twitter and even the Now Hear This official YouTube channel, all on nowhearthis.biz. We've been recording this show at the great facilities at Crystal Blue Sound Studios near Tampa, Florida. Check them out online at www.cbpro.net. That's CB as in crystal blue. Thanks for listening. We'll send you out today with another song by Misty Loggins. This is the one that she just talked about. It's called Talk Country to Him. against makeup application while you drive. I said, officer, sir, I don't mean no harm. I'm just hauling these tomatoes from our family farm. Well, his knees started shaking and his jaw hit the ground. Said, didn't know you're from the country. Didn't mean to slow you down. It ain't my cooking. It ain't my style. But I got one thing that drives a men folk wild. Don't blame me for what happens. I can't help what I'm doing. Boys go crazy when I talk country to them. Never have to pull my gas in the quick game mark. Can't recall the last time I put away a shopping cart. Always get six extra in my five-piece tenders. And there's a crowd waiting for me at the drive-thru window. Now don't be jealous, it ain't my fault. Pay attention, they just love to hear me talk It ain't my cooking, it ain't my style But I got one thing that drives a men folk wild Don't blame me for what happens, I can't help what I'm doing The boys go crazy when I talk country to them They go hog wild, now don't ask me why